0: Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. So, on this podcast, we are going to talk about finding your writing places. Um, so figuring out where and when to write, because that's really important. If, if, if you're trying to write in the wrong place and you just can't concentrate, or you're just writing in a place that sort of has a lot of distractions or something that then, you know, not a lot of good is going to come from that. It's sort of the classic, like, oh, I'm just going to do my homework while watching Netflix. Like that is fine. But like, if you just... Like Now you're going to not really enjoy either thing, and now your homework that would be an hour is going to take like three hours, and instead you could have just done the homework in an hour and then had two hours to watch Netflix, but instead you chose to do this worst-of-all-worlds situation. But anyway, so we're, so we're kind of going to talk about that. This will probably be a faster podcast than some of them have been lately don't want to drag it on any longer than it needs to be uh, for this particular subject but i do think it's still important to go over so the first thing is y- you pretty often want a place that's away from distractions and I, I sort of just alluded to this with the homework example but like don't try your songwriting in front of the tv right like something you can double dip in is, is say like practicing especially guitar scales or uh you know if you have a small keyboard or something maybe keyboard, um, piano scale, um, scales as well, or depending on how loud your instrument is, you know, maybe you can do that. So, so, so practicing certain things on an instrument you can do while watching TV. Um, I'm trying to get in the habit now, for example, of, um, I, I, I do scales, but then I'll, you know, turn on an episode of Seinfeld or something. Um, cause that's the show I'm currently watching and I'll just kind of mindlessly do the scale while I'm watching. Which it, it, it's still, you know, I, I have enough concentration that like it's it's still practice and it's sort of, you know, just getting that muscle memory down and um get being able to do it faster and faster, which I can kind of do mindlessly while watching Seinfeld, which I haven't seen before. So it's not like The Office where I can kind of just not pay attention to the episode because I know like every line that's coming anyway. Um, but it's even something that like, even something that's new to me, like Seinfeld, um, I can, I can, I can concentrate on the show because what I'm doing with my instrument, um, is, is pretty straightforward. It's not something that I, you know, need to concentrate on that much, but writing isn't that way. So trying to write in front of the TV is just not going to work. The TV is built to just take all of your attention and just the mind space that you need in order to write music or especially even lyrics, you're almost definitely not going to be able to do in front of the TV. And that's the same for anything else like that. Um, whether you're watching somebody play a video game or you're watching YouTube videos, like it it applies to all of that. And, you know, some people like to go to coffee shops or places like that when it comes to writing. And if that works for you, great. So if, but if you find the people around you distracting and you can't concentrate then that's not the place for you. Now, if it's a place where you can get away and it's all just kind of white noise to you, then a coffee shop might be a good choice for you. And if people in your house distract you, then, you know, if the coffee shop is less distracting, okay. Um, But also if people in your house distract you, you can find a place in your house that's sort of secluded from whoever else is in your house or apartment or wherever you are um just so that you can have your time to yourself to be able to write uh because it's it depends on the person for sure but i i would say in general creativity sort of needs space you know it can't you can't be creative with somebody who's going to ask you a question every 5 minutes or who's going to you know let you know about something that happened during their day every 10 minutes and you know while those are obviously good things for your relationship, it is not good for your writing. Um, getting getting pulled out from your from your sort of mind space while you're writing is very rarely a good thing. So you really need to have your own space away from distractions, and people count as distractions if if they're going to distract you now, for example. A situation that might work uh my wife does a lot of uh painting and and other artistic things some drawing some some um chalk or i think it's called chalk yeah um when i say chalk i think of a chalkboard but i think that's that's what it is a charcoal both i think both but anyway you know so if she if she's gonna kind of sit in a corner and do that and I'm going to be in the same room with her while I'm doing my songwriting thing. You know, that that could work. But if she's, say, doing the dishes and watching a Netflix show, then th- that's probably not an area I should be in. And, it, it, and another part of this, too, is that distractions can sort of come in the form of context as well. So, for example, if you're writing at the same computer that you often do your video gaming on... That can become a distraction because contextually you're like, but this is the place I play video games. It's sort of like for me, I don't really like working from home. And that's because, you know, when I get to work, I have this context of this work, this work desk is a place where I get work done. This is work time. And my mind just shifts to that. And it's easy to, for eight hours, um, concentrate on work things. But if I'm at home, then I'm distracted. You know, I'm I'm constantly fighting distractions, right? Like I'm I'm fighting the distraction of the TV that I usually watch Netflix on, and my projector screen that I can watch Netflix on, especially if it's dark out, and my computer, which which has you know all all different kinds of distractions on it. Uh, and this computer is different than my work computer, so it doesn't have that context of like work stuff. You know, it it has the context of maybe I'm working on my own web app, or maybe I'm, you know, songwriting or recording or like, there's so many different things. So, so being cognizant of your contexts can also be important. So even if, even if you have to just take a little side corner of a room and make that your writing space where you do nothing else, but write, if you need that, go that far with it. I personally have have uh, been able to stick with my main computer simply because of all the things I do at my main computer, my favorite thing is songwriting and recording and all the music stuff. So like if I were to rank what I do, it would be songwriting and recording, and then the songwriter theory stuff would be number two. And then probably working on my web app number three and I I don't even really play video games like I, I play video games with with friends um you know when they come over like I have I have bro nights for example which are like one Friday every month month and a half and we come over and we play some board games like actual good board games like not monopoly and trouble and all that crap but like you know real board games like I don't know Ticket to Ride would be an example of one you may have heard of. Uh, Settlers of Catan, as much as I don't like that game anymore, because it's a gateway game that is kind of crappy as soon as you are an actual board gamer. But anyway, um, point being that I don't even really play video games anymore. So the draw for me personally, when I sit at my computer to like play video games instead or do something else instead is not high. I will say that sometimes, you know, I, I fluctuate in and out. I mostly hate social media, but sometimes I am also guilty of getting sucked into just looking at my Facebook news feed sort of as a way to get general news. Like and I I rarely care about the people's updates. Um but for a while, for example, I was using it as my like NFL news feed. Until I realized, wait, I just go to NFL.com pretty much every day anyway, and I have the app on my phone and it gives me notifications, especially if something happens with my team, like the Broncos. I listen to a Broncos podcast every day. Like, I realized, wait a second, I don't need to go to Facebook for that. But um, things like Facebook and social media and Twitter and, you know, whichever one is your social media of choice uh, can also work as distractions. So, in that case you know even if you have to go so far as because there's been multiple times that i've i've honestly considered moving off of because i use uh, google drive i use google docs for my for my songs and it's great right because i can start typing it on my computer and then be tired and go up to bed and if i think of another lyric i can pull up my phone pull up the google doc and add the lyric and then put it away and then go to bed or if I'm at work, I can pull up my phone real quick, and and you know, add a lyric I was thinking of or a concept I was thinking of, and put it away. Um, you know, I don't even I don't even have to be in in the same state. You know, um, you know, I I I can go back to New England where I'm originally from, and and uh, you know, anywhere there, just using mobile data, I can be in the middle of nowhere, and as long as I have mobile data, I can bring it up and write more and I'm not going to lose it because it's on the internet and that's great. And you know, that's part of why I use it. It's super convenient. It's really great for, um, you know, having it no matter where I am. Um, but what comes with that is those distractions of but also on your web browser, you have access to Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and whatever else. And you know, if that becomes a problem for you as it periodically is for me, Uh, then it may be time to consider the pen and paper route once again. Um, So if if you have to go as far as having a little nook in your corner or a little chair in your corner in a secluded part of your house or apartment or a room that you don't really use, and you have to go the pen and paper route, do it. Absolutely do it. I'm considering going back to it myself as, because as I mentioned, I fluctuate in how much Facebook distracts me. And for some reason lately, it has been distracting me more. Um, and I want to move away from that. So along with that is, is where this all sort of comes, comes together is that in, in general, we want a place that is conducive to creativity and if your current writing space is not conducive to creativity, th- things probably just aren't going to go that well. If you're trying to write while you're, you know, watching your kids, like that's not going to go. Like I, I don't have kids yet. Uh, I'm only 26. But when I do, I know I, I'm, I pretty much know I'm not going to be able to write around them because I'm going to be distracted by like, there's my kid there. Let me, you know. Like it's your kid, right, like that's I assume that's going gotta be distracting, that's gonna be something that like, yeah, as fun as writing is, how much more do you wanna spend some time with your kid, right, so you gotta remove yourself from that um it's it's sort- it's sort of like the computer thing, right, like if your favorite thing to do on your computer is video games, then move away from that computer. Don't use that computer for writing um, so. With this conducive to creativity place, there are so many factors to this as well. So, besides taking away distractions, even lighting can make a huge difference. Like, I absolutely feel more creative when I turn all the lights off. And where, where I write for the record is in, my, is in my basement. That's where I have my computer, my recording set up. That's where I'm doing this podcast right now. And, you know, I, I'll go so far as to turn all the lights off and because of the light of the computer screen sometimes i i don't even turn a light on but but it can really help if i just turn one lamp on with with a warmer a warmer light because the the electronic L- lcd sort of light of my computer screens is not it's not really creativity inducing but there's something about you know just the one lamp on with a warmer light sitting at a piano sitting sitting with my guitar that just is very conducive to creativity. And, you know, it can depend on the mood of the song or whatever that you're writing as well because, you know, maybe maybe for your bright and happy song, you don't really want that like dark mood lighting. You know, you you more want the the bright lights and here we are. And that might work for you. So really it's not about, you know, doing what I do per se because you know you need to find what works with you. I think there are some universal truths here which is like the the context thing. You know if you're at your computer where video gaming is your favorite thing or you're distracted by Facebook or or trying to write in front of the TV like I think that's going to end poorly for basically everyone. Um, but then there are other things that are taste, right? Like I personally don't think that writing in a coffee shop would be a good option for me. I feel like I'd just be distracted by all the people around and all that. Cause I, I grew up an only child. So, you know, for me, I, I'm very used to silence because, you know, if it's just you and your parents that there you know, there's, there's only so much sound to go around compared to like, you know, having three younger siblings, uh, like my wife has, where you know you're just you almost learn to tune out the stuff around you. I don't have I don't really have that ability as much because I never had to learn it. The closest I ha- I had to having to learn it is college, and I always had the option of going to a library or other places to study, and that did help me get better. But I know for me personally, uh, a coffee shop is probably not the way to go. Um, but if you are a person who had younger siblings or just a, a loud house, and for you it almost can can be just this giant blanket of white noise to be in a coffee shop, then it can be the right decision for you. And really the point we're trying to get at here is that you need to find the right space for you and be honest with yourself about it. You know, sort of like what I talked about at the beginning of, you know, we all kind of lie to ourselves like, Oh, I can, I can do homework while watching Netflix. Like, yeah, but you know, if, if you could do it much more quickly or, to go a little better with our writing example, to do it better, if you can do it better in one hour and then you get two hours to just do whatever and just concentrate on the Netflix show instead of constantly having to like pause, go back because you're like, oh crap, I was paying attention to my homework again or was paying attention to my writing again and therefore I missed what the show said and it's just a mess. You want to avoid that. And the last part to this is you want to find the right time that's conducive to creativity. So you know whether you're a morning person or a night person, uh, you sort of need to figure out your time. So for me, um, my time is ideally past midnight. There was a joke I had with some of my roommates and bandmates way back in the day that there there was a long streak where I realized every good song I wrote or most of the good parts of... Of, of the good songs that I had written were all written past midnight. And this was in college and I was a sophomore at the time. But like, there's just something about that late night that just is conducive to my creativity. Like in, in an ideal world, I would not go to bed until three in the morning and I would use my writing creativity time as like 11 to three and then I'd go to bed. That would be my ideal world. Um, and there's probably a bunch of parts to that. Uh there's something about night in general when it's dark out. Uh there's something about it feels like the whole rest of the world is kinda like gone to sleep and there and there's nothing going on in the world, you know, like there's there's no you know, there's not gonna be an NFL update at one o'clock in the morning, right? Like there's there's nothing that I know like, oh things are happening. Uh, It feels like the world has sort of just stopped until morning. And there's something about that that helps me personally with creativity. But maybe you're the kind of person that needs to get up at five in the morning. Get up before your wife or your kids or your husband or, or, you know, anybody that you might live with or, and, and if that's the right choice for you, you need to, you need to do that. And. So, so finding the right time too is, is very important. The right place and the right time are both two important parts to this, to avoid distractions and to be in the right creative space by making the right choice to be in the right place and to use the right tool even, you know, whether that, because I mentioned before paper might be a better option if you're distracted by your computer and then finding the right time. And all of this sort of comes together to, to find your place so that you can, you know, in the midst of your busy life, you don't want to have these, you know, constant two-hour writing sessions that you're like in front of the TV and you're doing all these things wrong and then you get almost nothing out of it, right? Because then you wasted two hours and your already busy life and you still didn't get anything done. What we want is to be able to have our, our time and our space so that even in our busy lives, we can continue to be creatively productive no matter what our lives look like because we have... Found what our place and what our time is to be conducive to creativity. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on ten proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com/free-guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page, wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.